This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. Find it now wherever you access your favorite podcasts. Russia invades its neighbor Ukraine, killing and maiming thousands and leveling entire towns. Is standing with the international community in condemning the war that controversial? It seems, for South Africa, it is. Our response has been to abstain from United Nations resolutions condemning Russian aggression, avoiding criticism of Moscow and calling instead for a negotiated peace. It's a stand that's irked many in the international community and one that could come back to bite us. On the 25th of April, the ANC Secretary-General Figile Mbalula dropped a bombshell. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Comrade Masengi. South Africa would leave one of the most important global institutions set up to prevent crimes against humanity. Uh, ICC withdrawal it is a decision that was taken a long time ago uh, by the ANC. A few hours later, President Cyril Ramaphosa followed it up with a confirmation. It is prudent that uh, uh, South Africa should pull out of the uh, ICC. But dramatically, the announcement was later corrected by his own office. South Africa would in fact not forsake the ICC. Yeah, I hope whoever briefed the president um, offered him fulsome apologies because obviously he uh, got an erroneous briefing and uh, unfortunate ones doesn't want to be making that type of error when so much of the world's media is focused on South Africa. Nicole Fritz is an expert in international criminal law. She can explain the technical detail behind the global politics of the ICC as well as the criticism against it. It's the first global court that looks to try individuals for atrocity crimes. Um, genocide, crimes against humanity, war crimes. And so it differs from other global courts, which generally um, adjudicate matters between states, countries. Here, it is actual individuals who face uh, accountability for their involvement in these atrocity crimes. Weeks earlier, the ICC had issued a warrant of arrest for Russian President Vladimir Putin for the abduction of hundreds of Ukrainian children during the Russian offensive in Ukraine. This is an important moment in the process of justice before the ICC. The judges issued arrest warrants. Their execution depends on international cooperation. Now, like other war criminals identified by the ICC, the Russian head of state is a wanted man. But Vladimir Putin was scheduled to travel to Durban in August to attend a BRICS summit with leaders of regional trade partners, Brazil, India, China, and South Africa. As things stand now, the government would be obliged to arrest Mr. Putin should he put foot on South African soil. But that's a little awkward now because the governing ANC and Russia are good friends. So South Africa is in a very difficult position here. South Africa is, and there's no two ways about it. It is a very complicated diplomatic dilemma. The Ukraine ambassador, Lyubova Bravitova, knows all about diplomatic dilemmas. She deals with South Africa's declared position of neutrality in a war which, from her perspective, 
is an invasion of her homeland. As of today, officially confirmed that 19,390 uh, children are still in the captivity of Russia in Russian Federation. We don't know the real numbers and we anticipate that they are much higher. Now, this is the a matter of time and a matter of um, the desire of every country who is the <clears throat> signatory to the Rome Statute to fulfill its obligation under this or not. After the ICC U-turn, Ramaphosa's political opponents sent off a salvo of their own. It came from majestic Leuvenhof, the seat of the Western Cape Premier. On the 27th of April, Freedom Day, Western Cape Premier Alan Windy put out a press statement that touched a raw nerve. There's no flip-flopping here in the Western Cape. If Vladimir Putin comes here, our law enforcement officers will arrest him and send him to the courts. I can think of nothing worse than trainloads of children being shipped out of their home country into Russia as part of a lever of trying to win a war. Uh, I mean, that is an absolute atrocity. And I said, well, in this province, it will be clear. Uh, we will abide by that uh, international uh, criminal court ruling. And of course, if that happens in the Western Cape, if Putin comes here, then I will uh, make sure that we go through our processes to have him arrested. The minister and the presidency fired back by guaranteeing Putin a special guard. I don't know how Pres uh, Premier Winde, who does not have even policing functions will then get through the presidential protection service and i'm sure you've seen the capacity and capability of our presidential protection service so Pre premier winde can dream about whatever would you say it was you trying to show leadership we need to be much stronger in south africa about how we position our country we're a democracy thinking back to freedom day what really bothered me is uh, 29 years ago the whole world looked at us as this miracle. You know, there were hopes and there were dreams. And 29 years later, we can't even keep the lights on. Load shedding, corruption, grey listing, coalition drama, and now add to the mix whether Russian President Vladimir Putin should visit this country. Is South Africa trashing its own brand? Russia is an aggressor. You, you can't ignore that. There's no way you can vote for the war, for, for what's going on in Ukraine. Zuki Lemajova is the political editor for the startup mobile news platform, Scroller Africa. It publishes in English, Zulu and Afrikaans. He has his ear to the ground for political stories. If you look at Nelson Mandela, he had a global respect, he had that stature. Uh, President Tabombegi is passionate about African renaissance and African solutions to African problems. We've not been invited to Japan for the, for the next G7. Things are changing. Machova believes that this blunder is tainting the reputation of President Cyril Ramaphosa. If you look in the last elections, it was not really the ANC that won the election. It was Ramaphosa himself that won the, the election for the ANC. What is about to happen now to the ANC, it's people now losing a bit of faith. Not on the ANC, they've lost faith in the ANC for a long time now. People next year are going to be losing faith on Ramaphosa because they kept the ANC in power based on the respect and the standing of this man. But diplomacy is not the only stumbling block. 
Once the darling of the emerging markets, South Africa has recently been graylisted. That serves as a global alarm bell to warn that investment here may be at risk. It comes after a spectacular breakdown of financial controls across the economy. Economist Dr. Iraj Abedian has been an outspoken observer of South African capital for decades. Obviously, South Africa has got a, a poverty issue, unemployment issue, inequality issue. So a cabinet that sits there and says, I know we are at the risk of grey listing. We've been diagnosed by the early signs of cancer, but less than smoke in any case, ignore it. That's poor leadership for me. In the meantime, there is no easy solution to the Putin problem. It's yet another litmus test of the credibility of South African leaders a year before a critical election. Ministries have been scrambling for legal opinion to try and find a workaround. And one of these may play out in Parliament as the ruling party attempts to tweak the law to, among other things, give visiting heads of states immunity from arrest. Changing the law to give the Russian president breathing space in post-apartheid South Africa seems like a difficult compromise. Our involvement in the ICC, the, the involvement of a democratic South Africa, was very much kind of prompted and motivated by South Africa's experience of apartheid um, and the fact that there weren't laws on the books that allowed often for prosecutions of the crime of, of apartheid. Will Putin come to South Africa in August? Until the last minute, the public may well be kept guessing. As the experts in today's story have said, no matter which way the ANC decides to go, there will be some political fallout in some way or form. Here's hoping our country can weather the political storm. Thanks for listening. Why not share Carte Blanche, the podcast, with family and friends, even those living overseas? They can find us now on Spotify and all major platforms.